I like to do a cold open so that I can pick a little clip to introduce with. I thought it was but... pretty warm in here. I just <laughs> laid down some more insulation. <laughs> All right, it's 7.01. Let's get this. I'm 7.01. And <laughs> welcome to another episode of Thank You For Your Services podcast. Uh, the podcast, what is it? Dedicated to the working world, uh, the is service that, industry. Is that you doing the, my voice? The service industry, the mil- and sometimes the military, uh-huh. and whatever it is that Tom does. That's not even how I sound. <laughs> it's close, but it's not exactly how I sound. I do have a I have a high voice for a male, I think. Um, I have a high voice for a male. You're not Squidward, never mind. No, Squidward is this. I might as well be Squidward with this fucking schnoz I got. No, fucking Um Here we are. So recording. So yeah, so last week I fucking fell at work climbing down off of a helicopter. And I fell in a way that I broke my fucking ass all the way oh, up to my spine yeah, yeah. you did men- you it, mentioned that part anyway i've been in i've been in a bit of pain so like you're still anytime suffering. i sit yeah like i can't sit normal right now i'm just i feel like a mess i can't oh. even do regular sit-ups i've been having to do crunches and i told you to grab a pillow and you said eh. no i i don't it's, I, the pillow won't help it's 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 the i don't even know how to explain it to you it just fucking hurts so but i'll tell you what uh we got done work like early the other day like all of our work but we were still like just standing around yeah and my buddy challenged me to a like wrestling and he's he's about 48 pounds more than me he's a bigger guy your competitive nature you couldn't possibly turn him down no and i fucked him (laughs) up i'll tell you what i i got him well you were a wrestler in high school i was but the dude's bigger than me he thought he could i think he thought he could take me everybody was like oh shit did he wrestle too uh i can't remember if he did or not I don't know, dude. But he's t- a great guy. He's one of my like really good buddies. But man, I I got him. Well, quickly, I'll tell you a story about uh, yeah. a scrap I got into when I was younger. I learned a lesson. I learned a great lesson that day. Yeah, and that was a non wrestler <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, don't pick fights with wrestlers. No, wrestlers because are- they fuck you up, dude. I used I used to get my like I remember the first time on the mat I was so inexperienced. I was like I was like this guy's my size. I could take him. Wrong. No, Nineteen seconds. He fucked me up. I, I think, was like, holy shit. I think I lost that fight in 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, from that point on, like I did wrestling camp and I was like, I was like into it cause uh, I was like, and then I, I remember doing a, um, a JV tournament and I pinned all those guys in under 30 seconds. Cause like if, if I get amped up enough, like I, I, <laughs> I feel like I could do anything. Yeah. And my buddy kept giving me the speech from, 300 over and over and it was like the year that movie came out or it was like the year after so it was on dvd so we watched it a bunch of times and i was like i was like listening to like minor threat and shit and i'd be like and then i was just like (gasps) like and i went to like ape mode so i i started getting that way too the other day when we were wrestling i just fucking took him down i got him with a single leg takedown and i was just all the wrestlers at my high school were psychos. Too. You, yeah, because I knew all the wrestlers at your high school. They were assholes, dude. Oh my dude. god, they were a nightmare. They were. I I know them by name still. I'll I'll tell you who I fought off the pod. Who? who? He f- oh, he fucked me up. Wait, wait, wait. Bad. Name begin with an R. No. Or name begin with an M. No. Oh, that. Okay. I know the R you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, he yeah. was legitimately certifiable. He was a fucking real piece of shit. I was at a wrestling yeah. camp with him and I popped my shoulder out and he kept calling me a pussy. Yeah. Because I was but, in a sling. I was like, and I was I just said to him, I was like, What? Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. All <laughs> of them were like that. They were they were. I mean, dude, let me I'll tell you. 
the guy beginning with an M, great wrestler. Real douchebag of a guy. Great wrestler. Mm. I mean, he was like top in the state. Dude, a lot of our a lot a lot of those dudes were really good too. Anyway, this is boring. Mm-hmm. No, so um, it is boring. So you're still suffering with this injury. Yeah, my ass hurts like all the time. It's like it's like my bone. <laughs> I know, I know. Your it's, face hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, anyway, uh, today on the show we're gonna call an old friend of mine. Um, we're going to talk to him about what he does for work. In fact, he's probably expecting a phone call right now. So if you don't mind, I'd like to call well, him. Before why don't you we... dial him up and then I shall, I shall his name. Well, I'll introduce him once he's on. So yeah. let me, let me get in on this. I would like to hear his mm-hmm. perspective okay. on stuff. And if you, so you guys know each other from when you were in Texas for stuff? No. So I actually, or he was over here. I, I started cutting his hair about 10, 11 years ago here. In Delaware, yeah, he used okay. to live in Delaware, and I, him and I just started bonding over Ninja Turtles over all things, and we just became like buddies over it. And he's just a great guy, so uh, we've kept in touch after all these years. Uh, I, I, let me just call. Him. Yeah, Let's... we're gonna dial it already. Yeah, um, I was, t- um, I was at a. I'll talk about it a little later, but I have somebody who Dude, loves. Can we, wait, can you plug the line in? I can't hear anything. Oh, I uh, might have to just yeah. unmute it. Is that the one? Is uh, it three? This is it. That's it. Yeah. I don't hear a phone ringing. Hey, what's up, Matt? Jonas! Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. I'm oh, sorry. My, 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 my. Hello? Hello? My thing's not working. Hold on, Matt. Sorry, man. No, dude, take your my time. My is not working. My bad, my bad. Don't worry. This is all recorded, so it's on you, not us. <laughs> That's my that's okay. that's that's my friend Tom. Yeah, that's, he has a strange sense of humor. Don't mind me. him. It's um, uh, it's called silly. Yeah, he's silly. Jonas, what is up, dude? We hey, what's up, dude? We have not talked in forever. Yeah, how you, how you guys been, dude? Awesome. Yeah, I uh, I was just excited to talk to you because normally you, we only talk around like the holidays anymore. That's that's true. Do you, yeah, you're right. do you remember a couple years ago you fit you called me up on like what was it christmas morning or something your your wife was trying to cut your hair and you, you had to have me walk her through cutting your hair <laughs> oh yeah you did you did yeah that, that was I hilarious that. that was good help. of course dude yeah, anytime <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well it's funny as i cut my own hair now too like because I, I don't work at the barbershop anymore oh you don't no i'm over uh i i'm full-time army now i work on helicopters full-time Oh, cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I haven't got a haircut either for a while. Been <laughs> sh- not shaving my hair, but just clipping my own oh, hair. Oh, you just been shaving your own head or what? Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm accepting that I'm born. That's it. I just, oh, yeah. yeah. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good for yeah. you for accepting it, though, and not trying to make balding happen. Like ba- exactly, the balding right. hair style, dude. Yeah, but I yeah. like you had always been like 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 thinning, but the way that we used to cut your hair, it made it look good because you always had the cool old school glasses and you always had the beard and everything. I mean, you know, it always looked like it it, it didn't look bad on you or anything. No, I yeah, sh- that's why I got married. Yeah, I, I got that way. <laughs> hey, yeah, dude, I, I shaved it off. Hell yeah, dude, that that rules. I shaved my head this past summer, and I can fully say that I get it now. I loved having a shaved head. It's nice. It is nice. It's nice, man. Three, you know, yeah, for sure. Man. Yeah, you they don't have to worry about too much stuff. Yeah, talk about low maintenance. Yeah, there is none. Um, so, so we want to like it. the the whole point of our show. Our show is called "Thank You for Your Services." I know you. I know you didn't really know about the podcast much or anything, but uh, I know you like you know you like supporting everything I do. So, 
Definitely wanted to. Yeah, dude, and I appreciate that. Um, Hell yeah, more than you know. Yeah, (laughs) so. Um, I wanted, you know, our, our show is like about what people do for a job and like what, you know, just like everyday people, what they do for work. So can you tell our audience like what exactly it is you do? Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, So the title is, uh, I'm a senior technology analyst and what I do, I run and operate command centers and uh, call centers within the United States. All right. That's fantastic. yeah, so for example, like right now, my operation is from Ohio. We have one in Seattle, one here in Urban, Texas. Um, uh, what else? And we have one in Jackson, uh, Florida. So my job is to make sure the all, all the systems are running smoothly for the inbound and outbound calls for all the agents across the United States we have. <clears throat> I work for uh, the bank, U.S. Bank. It's one of the biggest banks uh, in the them. Midwest. Yeah, so it's a Midwest bank. Um, but they're, they're small, but they're growing. Um, so what I do, I do a lot of uh, analytical work for the strategy. So we work for the collection team, unfortunately, right? So <laughs> the collection teams across the United States, uh, we build their campaigns. In other words, campaigns can be like for a collector from, you know, let's say, for example, if you're late 30 days, we have a bucket just for 30-day collections. And then we have a bucket from 30 to 60 days, and then we have one for 90 to 120 days, and so forth, so on, right? We create these campaigns. Um, with all the account numbers you are linked with. So we create those databases for these agents to take calls, and that's how that's how we distribute our business within the call centers. Um, but like I said, my job is not really tech. It's more technical. Than, like I'm behind the scenes mostly. Um, but that's really what we do, and that's how we operate. Um, it's a tech. It's a tech position. Um, it sounds very familiar before, to me, especially the part about, Well, I do collections as well. Oh, cool. I'm a I'm an accountant for uh, like a fire safety subcontractor uh, construction company, and okay. we we do the same thing with uh, you know things that are past due. We have we call them stages. You know, thirty to sixty, sixty to sixty to ninety, ninety to one twenty, etc. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There's a different plan of attack for everything. It's a uh, it's real fun, real fun yeah. stuff. God, I, yeah, that. I don't yeah. understand your like how you guys do what you do. Like my brain doesn't even work like that in the least. Like I would never want to work with numbers. Like I, I know you've always been good with numbers, Jonas, because before this job, when I first started cutting your hair, I mean, like 10, 11 years ago, um, I, you were working with Sally May back then, right? Yeah, Ooh. I was. Yep. That's what yeah, I thought. I was Sally May. Yeah, so, I, was, I was with them for about seven years. Now, yeah. did you work? Did like, did you, did you go to college, or did you just kind of get into the business and just work your way up? No, I went to college. Uh, I was like, I went to Dell Tech for a couple years. Yeah, um, and then I transferred to a woman. I went actually went to two. That was weird. I went to one. I went to Dell Tech after college. I mean, I high school because I really didn't know what I wanted to do in my life at that time. So I figured just go to college classes, and then I transferred to Golden Beacon College. Only lasted there for two semesters. Because I, I just didn't like it, and then I moved to Wilmington University. Okay, um, that's what I finished my my college degree. But I don't I, I don't have a technology background. I, I, I got a business degree uh, for administration, but I never really used it. So when I went to work for Sally May, um, I was a I was a collector, like a regular collector, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just to get myself in the door and learn the business. Yeah. Um, but I was able to be successful within six months. I became a supervisor, and then in eight months, I was able to manager, um, and then I was running my own team. But I, 
I never felt I wasn't really happy with it. I wasn't ever feel like yes, I love people, I like working with people and making them better. But that's a miserable never place to work, it. though. Yeah, yeah. You get after a while, it's just so repetitive. Like, oh, the numbers got to go up and blah blah. Yep. And so, I had a buddy of mine named Michael. Michael was telling me like, Matt, like you're doing numbers, Jonas. Like you can probably figure this out on your own because all the reports you used to get was from the reporting team. But I always question it. I always wanted to find out what's what's behind this or where you are you where where are you getting this data from? Pulling a thread, so, so to speak. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So that became like a, an obsession for me. Like I really wanted to learn. And so I reached out to one of my guys that I knew there uh, and he put me on a task force for six months because I really wanted to learn. Force. There's, yeah. So it sounds so extreme. Task force. <laughs> I know. Cause that's like a what we, force. we call stuff that we do in the army, like task force. Like when we were deployed to Kosovo, we were task force Griffin. Well, just to interject oh, really? a little bit, a private lending company like that takes their money very seriously. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the task force for us was a terminology we use for managers to try other things. Right. So for example, if I wanted to learn a uh, reporting, reporting, if I wanted to learn something else, at least that, that door was open uh, for me to figure it out. Uh, what my next step wanted. And so I, uh, so I, so Mike, that was something my buddy Mike told me. So I reached out to a buddy of mine named Christopher, and he was the one that really opened my eyes. He's like, Jones, you can figure this out on your own. Just got to put the work into it. And so um, I wanted to learn. So there was a position called a tactician position, level one. I had to start from the bottom. And uh, I took it. I was able to get the job on my second, on my second time. My Holy first cow. time, I was declined. Yeah, I was declined. And I was stuck. I was like, oh, man, I really thought I, I had this. I figured this out. Like, I was, But they declined me. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm going to go back to the grind. But a buddy of mine named Kevin Ryan at the time was my partner there. He was a manager. Yeah. He went for the same job that I wanted, but he failed within six months. He oh, the job. shit. Yeah. And so when he came back to me, uh, I was prepared. I was ready for the questions. And, yeah. uh, and then I got it. That's how it's I done. It, yeah. When I got it, I was able to like put all my energy into that focus. Because I knew if I if I got into that business, I kinda like when you're in it, you're no matter what happens, you can you can always leave with skill sets. Yeah. Right? Oh, most uh, definitely. I've taken something from yeah. every job I've had, even if it's some, even if it was some stupid delivery job that I had yeah, for exactly. four months on Main Street. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So that was a blessing for me. Like I I was able to learn SQL, um, SQL. I was able to learn um, a little bit, of, a little bit coding, but not accelerated, but still enough for me to learn. Um, and then from that point on, I, I started moving up. And I was and gradually moved me up to the position I am now. Yeah, man. Um, definitely, the money is good, obviously, but the best thing was the security because it's a niche market, uh, especially when you have that kind of skill set. And that really was a plus. Like that, that little me just. Just trying to get myself in that business. Yeah, and, you know, like really and at the, I remember when you were moving up because you were still fairly new at all this stuff when I started, you know, when you and yeah. I started getting to know each other. And that was still, we were all still coming out of a recession. So it was like, yeah. 
you know, I had this mentality of like, I can never miss a day of work. Like I was working seven days a week and I was seeing you. I mean, you would come in like every week for a haircut for a while. I remember that. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. You were always trying to look professional and all this shit. And I then was, you and yeah. I would, you and I would always have these talks when the store would be closing. And like, that's how we became buddies. We were bonding uh, through like Ninja Turtles and stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so like, it, it is funny right now when, you see now hiring signs on every uh, shop that you pass or any 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 store you go into because like like you had this mentality of like oh fuck I didn't make it the first time I have to keep trying and trying and trying whereas I feel like now the mentality is like oh fuck it I didn't make it the first time I'm gonna go to the next place yeah definitely yeah that's because I mean yeah because I, I this is like for me, like my degree, what, what I got, like this is, is very broad. Like you can do anything in business really now. Um, I think right now it's like the, the way to the business with an organization. A new technical would be the most important thing to have. Um, a bank is, yeah. uh, or a business perspective is great, but what the world is going now and how we are moving faster is technology, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew that technology was the goal to be in. Like oh, if yeah. I knew if I get myself in that bucket, there's no way I could fail because I knew I was I was growing with the business, not growing with the company, right? I had to grow with the business. There you way. go. That's um, way, way so, smarter. Yeah. So when Sally me in 2017, unfortunately, we were laid off, right? All the managers. Um, yeah. So that one year was kind of hard for me because I was making good money, right? At the time, oh, yeah. uh, I was making great. I was great to make money, but then one year from 2017, I was laid off, right? So. Um, they gave me a good parachute. I was happy to have some money in my pocket, but I, I actually, I really was like, I was like, this is kind of crazy. Like I worked so hard in this position, but I always knew the skill sets that I created within that time I was with Sally May, it will help me big time with any other company. So I wasn't like, I wasn't afraid anymore to look for jobs. Like I knew that that would change for me. Um, yeah. You so knew anywhere I, was going to want your asset, like you as an asset. Exactly, dude. That's that's exactly, and I was really open-minded. Like, I, dude, I grind my butt for that one year. I I actually work at a restaurant because I was like, I couldn't find what I really wanted because that's the luxury that you have, right? Because when you have those, because you have a luxury to wait, yeah, to find exactly your niche. Like, that's what I was like. I was like, all my friends like, why are you working at a restaurant? I was like, I'm just waiting for that position to come open. I'm not embarrassed working here. Like, this wait, is wait, what restaurant were you working at? This wasn't in Del. Yeah, this was in Delaware. No. Oh, I'm I- in Delaware. I work at Tyler's Grill. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. On, I forget. Is it in, uh, no, no uh, on, on Limestone Road, uh, yeah. Pike Creek. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's next to it's months. next to his favorite Daily Veg. Yeah, I I eat Daily Veg like every week. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was there for about six months. Yeah, six months working, you know, making burgers, making everything. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, everybody's asking me too. Aren't you like? Like, did you earn like the banker? The guy's like, Yeah, but look, mm-hmm. shit ha- no, crap happens, and I'm here now working my butt off. But I was I was very blessed because I really that job that I wanted, it came to me. It was not the, it was not the way around. Like I wasn't looking for it. I put my everything out there on LinkedIn for me to for us to come back and for that to bounce back to me. And he did. I just was patiently waiting for that position. Um nice. and I had leverage. Dude, this is yeah. why I love having people like you on the show because it goes to show. And this is for, like for any young people listening, like who are just getting into the workforce. Like I know right now, 
things the tables have turned in a lot of ways where like jobs are are starting to finally treat your, their workers better and, so, and and that is awesome but at the end of the day the real way you move up is by having like really good work ethic i mean look at you you know you were i've known you for you know a while now and i've you've always been a hard worker and it's like oh, you're, yeah, you're like fuck it i you're like i could live off of this whatever the stipend or whatever they give me for you know laying everybody off or i can go out and keep working and you know bide my time until the thing i really want opens up and i i really respect that about you yeah man. dude yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I was like I said, I was very lucky. I mean, he was banking to me. They gave me exactly what I wanted. Um, I've been working from home now. I mean, this is this is something new for me. Well, not new really, but I've been doing work from home now for five years. This, oh shit! That's this part. Yeah, this part was different. Like this part, I had to really learn how to be, how to how how to work by myself, mm-hmm. um, and how to be isolated, and how to be because what I used to have, right? Like, I had people. I had to go to lunch. Having fun with your coworkers, that's a foreign concept for Matt. He can't do that. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It changed everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's a blessing because you, I can go anywhere in the United States. I can work anywhere schedule like other people have and well that surprised me big time blessing. when you moved to Texas because I was like, Why in the world Texas? Yeah. Texas is cool, yeah. dude. I know, I I know. And Jonas great. is always like, he's always messaging me. He's like, dude, you and the wife come down. And I'm like, dude, I would love to. I, I was in Texas before we deployed. I was in Colleen, and it was miserable there. Well, Colleen sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, it Fort, Fort suck, Hood. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, my cousin lives there. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks ass. <laughs> Jonas, like, yo, what part of Texas are you in? I live in San Antonio. Okay, San badass. Texas. San Antonio rules. Yeah. I hear San Antonio is very cool. It fucking rules. I keep telling Matt to come here. Yeah, sure. dude. I know it I was so. It was cool. so funny when you first came home. We were talking because because you're Mexican, and yes. we were talking. The first thing you said, you were like, you were like, oh yeah, I was trying to make friends, and I went up to people I thought were also Mexican, and I said, hey dog, you Mexican, and you said, you said <laughs> they would tell you. No, dude, I'm te- I'm Texan. Texan. Yeah, they love being yeah, from Texas, yeah. dude. Dude, that, and I was like, and that concept was foreign to me as well. I was, <laughs> I was like, what? You're Texan? Who the fuck's Texan? Yeah, I was telling my brother Texans that. are. I, I feel like, I feel like Texas is like the Wakanda from Mexico. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> like, you be, no, no, not everybody. The same as you. Like, you got to be really careful what you speak with. Oh yeah, uh, no, but, that's that's but, wild. Yeah, it was kind of tough to make friends. Like, right, you know, but I'm very blessed now that, that you know, you my like wife good, and I, we good have group a lot of, of people you hang with now. Yeah, like really positive people that we like to surround ourselves with. That rules. Um, people that, yeah, that that really Texas have changed us, our perspective, right? Because a lot of people in Texas were really, I mean, honestly, they're really, 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 really sweet people. They're really kind people here. Well, it's a whole different uh, way of life out there compared to the East Coast, right? Well, Texas is like oh, a combination man. of the Midwest and the South. That's weird. It's yeah. cool, though. I mean, I tell you, yeah, I, I give you a story. This is, this is what blew me. Like, I remember, like, it blew my like my mind. So I'm playing, you know, I'm a big basketball fan. Yeah. And I, I like playing basketball in general. So I decided to go play basketball. I was nervous because I didn't know anybody. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to just a local park and play ball. And so I played ball with these guys. And we were playing, we were playing, we were having fun. But the, at the end of the game, right, which just blew my mind, they all started hugging me. What? And, yes. They started hugging me. It's like, hey, man, good game, bro. Yeah, some good Thanks game shit. Coming. 
It was like the sweetest thing ever. And I remember back in the East Coast, it's not like that. No, God, no. He's like, get the fuck out. Yeah, like, yeah, good, yeah brother. If, good, you're not, if, they're not, if they're not calling you a homo in the middle of the game, you're probably not going to fucking, you're not doing it right. They're fucking, they're yeah. homophobic. They're <laughs> like, they're calling yeah, you all kinds so, of names. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, they actually bought me Gatorade. They what? Water. Like, it was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, this is like the coolest thing. Out. Like, I'm coming here every Wednesday night with these guys. Yeah, See, dude. I would be, I like, would be suspicious that they're planning my murder. Like, I don't trust that when they're too nice like that. That freaks me out. I mean, that's cool. That's the culture down there, though. That's, that's the thing. Wild, dude. It is wild yeah, because we're from completely different. Yeah, yeah, we're we're from up here. We're conditioned to dickheadedness always. We really are. But every yeah. the rest of the country is not like the Northeast, man. I'm telling you. Everywhere where I've been in the army, everybody goes, "What are you from the Northeast?" In the fi- first five minutes of meeting me, yes. And I'm like, "Yeah, how did you know?" Like I can tell because because <laughs> you're a fucking dick. No, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm <laughs> you know I'm nice to these people, but they can just tell. I I just talk too fast for them. <laughs> we don't have time yeah, for we don't suffer yeah. fools <laughs> dude but yeah okay yeah, you you grew up in wilmington right yeah wilmington delaware yeah, yeah i thought yeah. so yeah because oh, yeah. we would we would always yeah, talk wilmington. about like i remember you telling me i'm gonna tell the story wrong probably but i remember you telling me like the first time you went to like a barbershop and it was like a it was like a black barbershop and you didn't you say like all the latino people were on one side and all the the black customers were on the other side and you you were like i was so excited to get a fade or you said something like that dude i was yeah me and my brother dying laughing we used to go through the local farmer's market i mean i know you guys know that oh yeah are you talking about the newcastle farmer's market yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they'll fuck your shit up there. Yeah, they'll fuck your shit up. First time that my brother and I made some money on our own, we're like, yo, we're going to get some haircuts, man. It looks, you know. Fair? And yeah, we went, yeah, we went to the barbershop on 4th Street. Oh, shit, the 4th Street barbershop, yeah. I mean, that was some hood stuff, man. Yeah. But we were so excited just to get fades because we, we always heard about the word fades, and, <laughs> and we didn't know what Solid the hell that shop. was. Yeah. Dude. I was like, all right, let's get some fades. Dude, yeah. that always cracked me up because so I know that barbershop, and uh, when I used to be a uh, I used to be a mascot for a car wash, and I, I would be have to be in this giant frog costume on like a hundred degree day, and I'd have to walk up and down Market Street like handing out coupons, and I just remember the owner of that shop came out and he was like, "Oh man, you're really hustling out here, aren't you?" <laughs> and he was just like, "Can I get a picture with you, man?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, dude." <laughs> And he stepped out just to take a picture with me, and he went back inside. He was like, you know, gave me like a high five or whatever. And that just cracked me up. But I know that shop. That shop's been there for forever, dude. And it's all boarded up. Like, you can't see on the inside. It's like, it's all like painted. Like, the windows are painted over and shit. It's like old school. Oh, you, man. Yeah, dude. But that's it's great. Catchy. Fourth Street's just a hilarious place. Like, the Fourth Street McDonald's is nuts, dude. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. McDonald's. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Hell yeah. That's, that is a dangerous McDonald's. Probably. Oh my god. Oh, I know what you mean. That is the most dangerous McDonald's. That whole shopping center. I used to have to go get my groceries at the in the Adams 4 shopping center. It's fucking crazy in there, dude. Yeah, there's some good good ass Jamaican food in that neighborhood. There, there is. Yeah, there's a bunch of Jamaican spots in there. No, I went I mean, I haven't been to Delaware in the past. I think last I think last yeah, last year. Is there anything changed there that Damn. You know, it looks different. Feels uh, different. Yeah, ninety five is definitely better than it was, but it's to get in there. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Union Street looks different now. Um 
Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. We got actually. a new skate park and stuff now, too. It's kind of weird here. Okay, that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah Delaware's it's getting there, man. I mean, it's definitely... Like, where you guys are at is probably just like there's something to do every night, you know? Like, every time, yeah. Yeah, definitely. like you and the wife are probably having a, a good... Uh, San Antonio's bustling, dude. It's cool. That's what I hear. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, and also Texas, like, you know, we're so close to Austin. We're a little hour away from Austin. We're that's awesome. Two hours away from Houston. Oh, like wow. you literally don't have no excuse not to be home all week. Like there's always something to do, I, either outdoors or socially. Um, we that part is kind of cool, man. That and part you is got really you dope. got the you got the good spot then. I, I I for a short time I was in a band from Houston, so I I know Houston well, and like I've been to I've been to Houston a lot, and I I was only in San Antonio for like one day, but I loved it, and I was in Dallas for like one day. I like Dallas too, but nah, San San Antonio was definitely cooler. Well, being a Texan, like, do you understand how huge of a state it is now? Oh, yeah. It's crazy, right? It's, it's, it, it totally... We, we still haven't explored the whole state. That's how crazy it is. Like, it's, it's vast. So, That's yeah. the only way I can describe it's huge. it. I was in yeah, Houston. It's, it's huge. I was in Houston driving on the highway. Like, I like um, the band picked me up from DFW, and we got into Houston, and we were driving for an hour on the highway, and we were still in Houston. <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy nuts dude yeah it's like it's it, it puts the country into perspective it really for does sure. yeah. yeah it really does it really does i mean we drove to uh my wife and i we probably drove so far four to five times back to delaware right i mean Damn. just driving from from san antonio straight to delaware how long is that and it's, it's like a day right it took us 24 hours yeah about Holy 20 shit. 26 hours yep yeah oh fuck that but it takes it takes about a ten hours just to get out of Texas. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, just it to get does. Out of Texas. Like, and all the other states like, are like three ish, three four. Yeah, three ish. What's yeah, the next yeah, state you is, hit? Oklahoma. Is it? Or yeah, Oklahoma. No, no. You do. Um, you do Louisiana. Louisiana. So you go through. Uh, yeah, Louisiana. Then oh, you keep going that way. Like New Orleans, yeah. right? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, well, you don't go all, down yeah. south, but you do hit Louisiana. Oh, yeah. all right. Anyway, enough geography. So, so is the is the tech industry like booming where you're at right now? That's a good question. So, um, so I forgot to mention. So, uh, back in October, back in April two thousand this year, actually, I went back to school. Okay. My engineer background. Wow. So, I just graduated October twenty second. Oh, congrats, with Three Slack development. There I appreciate it. So, I graduated with Three Slack development now, and um, I'm a full now uh, developer now. That's my my new title now. It rules. And, hey, so it is so hot right now here in Texas since a lot of people are moving from California. I don't know if you know that. Oh, yeah. A lot of people moving true to Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas right now has become the new hub of like, kind of like Silicon Valley because there's so many up-and-coming startup companies or big tech companies. Or Google's there, Facebook there, Tesla there. You name it. Like every single big company are there now and on Austin. It also is spreading everywhere else. The Here hottest Antonio, real estate Dallas. The hottest real estate market in the country was Austin last year. Oh yeah, exactly. And it's not slowing it's so down expensive. either. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet no, I can't even imagine the prices out there. That's the other problem that we've been seeing too. Like it's kind of it's kind of you know the same effect like where San Francisco went through or, or uh, Southern Colorado. like it's, it's so much new money is coming to here that it's moving everything up. Like everything is going up, you yep. know, housing is going up, everything is going up because rent. of that particular situation. Yeah, rent yeah. increased by sixty percent, which is so crazy. That part is insane. 
that part is insane. Now with the inflation, everything like it's so hard. Like, yep. To make to live in Austin, you have to make you have to make a certain number, right? There and has to be a certain number that you're comfortable to live with. To live in like the city, and that's not to in be comfortable city. either. That's to survive. Jeez. Oh, there we go. That's and, another word. Yeah. And fine. not not be paycheck to paycheck, and that's it's fucking yeah. hard. It's hard down. Yeah, definitely. It's like wow. Like in Texas, it cost of living is cheaper than what it is back up. You know, mm-hmm. back home. But still, like there's still things out there that you're like, man, that, that is kind of expensive. Yeah, but, they make up for it. Uh, Don't worry. Yeah, they do. That's what I'm saying. They make it up <laughs> somehow, right? Yeah. I love I love the thing you said about you know five ten minutes ago where you said uh, move up in the business and not the company. I've just I've never yes. heard it put like that before. That's like genius. Like that needs to be on a fucking bumper sticker or something. But what <laughs> like since since the technology world is booming i mean the competition must be like stellar right now what advice if any i mean maybe you don't want to give advice to like younger people but what i say is like like anybody listening like what advice would you give a young person who wants to get involved in technology because technology is so like it it could be anything right but it's growing every day and like are everybody the phones are the new they're they're connected to you it's like almost part of our dna now it's like it's like you use your phone for everything. So, like, what advice do you give a, a person that wants to get involved in it? Yeah, that is a good question. Um, so, I give a little quick story. So, mm-hmm. I had a buddy of mine call me, uh, actually, uh, yeah, about a week ago, and he, he said, "Jonas, hey, I'm trying to switch my, I'm trying to switch my career. Like, I'm trying to figure out." And he was, he was getting pushed to go back to school, right? Um, and he wants to learn technology. Like, that's his, like he wants to be in that business. And I told him, like, there's two things I will tell advice, and this is a very good tip to everybody. Everything you have to learn in technology, it's free. Don't waste <sighs> your money and things that you don't have to. Like okay. I told my friend, like, you're going to spend thirty Fuck to forty thousand dollars to go back to one hundred and one. That's that's ridiculous. Like, Fuck that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yes. Because when you do that, you put in your position. Because by the time you go back to school, don't forget, they're teaching you what they know already. Mm. They're not teaching you what's happening now. Wow. And you have to learn what's happening now because when you go back to school, yes, you're going to learn the fundamentals of technology, how it, it's, but it's really important to understand exactly what technology is pouring now. Like you don't have to learn everything, right? You don't have to be an expert in every aspect of technology. As long as you understand the basics, and that's all you have to know, know the basics from, I don't know, let's talk about HTML, CSS, JavaScript, uh, you know, let's talk about any uh, SQL, which is the SQL, which is the most basic um, database you can learn here in the United States, and that's the most people will pay you the most money for that position, right? Because so it's not as hard as you might think, but it's very easy to learn, and it's so and there's so many free resources out there that it's ridiculous. Google, Google is free. Will give you a free license, correct? <laughs> YouTube there's is free. Free schools. YouTube is free. Like I told my buddy, if you really want to put put your money into it. $15 and 99 cents a month at a premium YouTube channel, no commercials, no botheration. You can focus a hundred percent in your education for $15 wow. because people will teach you that for free. Like all you have to do is put the work into it. Right. Sacrifice yourself for six months and learn it because if you learn it, as long as you learn the basics, like everybody knows the ABCs, right? But eventually you can put words together with those letters, right? And that's how it works in technology. That's the best advice I've ever gotten on anything, (laughs) dude. That's exactly how I learned how to edit this very fucking podcast. I I never know. I don't know how to edit videos. I learned all this shit on YouTube. I bought a software. Exactly. I watched YouTube videos for like a day or two, 
like with with commercials by the way and i learned this shit from the ground up and now i can full-on like do it no dude i've been learning i've been learning coding again for uh pico 8 like making a video game and i'm just doing it through youtube and i I love it like i love just sitting there and and learning how to code but man i I didn't even think of that like like get into what's like learn what's happening not you don't have to learn the old shit yeah i i totally agree with him it's way more important to like obviously have a basic understanding of the things that you want to work with but you need to be plugged into the world to uh, to to truly succeed i think yeah that's exactly that's exactly my advice to all the young and i told that to my my little brother the generation that i see a lot that you know honestly i think there's it's it's up and coming like education now is being based off the I, and I tell you this, in Dallas, in Texas, I, I know a couple that they put their kids into something called career high school. Like, okay. I don't think Delaware has huh. that. No, we no. don't, but high I know what it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really fascinating for me because that's exactly what I put in the future. is like these kids are just learning uh, work, uh, really true work things. Like the most important thing, like either technology, they're teaching them from the beginning of high school. And they're focusing on that particular subject until they, until they graduate, and they help them find jobs and everything. Well, they do that. Right? They so, do that in China too, which is like it, it obviously works. I don't know why it hasn't taken taken off here. I know it's the United States is antiquated, really dude. Yeah, the United really States is fucking. Like, I was like, you're, yeah, I was like, man, your kids in there? I was like, yeah, like it's hard to get in there, but when he's in there, he's learning what life is all about. It's not about the BS of like. You know, get ABCs. It's about you learning how they make money in education, and it was really important. It was really cool to see that. Like, wow, that's that is what the future really needs. Like, we need direction for these kids. Not everybody yes. goes to college. Not everybody will be successful, but everybody has a chance at least to learn something. Like, at least something they love and passionate about. Um, like I said, like I'm not like I'd be really honest. Like, I'm not like you might think I'm super passionate in what I do. Yes, but I'm, it's not the love of my life. You know, no, I know. Goal. It's something that I knew. I knew, like, they, I knew there was some money. Like, that's where the money is. It's not focused on, like, I wasn't focused on money, obviously, but I was focused of, of consistency, of just being consistent and being moving my career up and up. Um, and that's where it is. The technology will give you that. And I, like I said, that's probably my best, my best advice for every youngster out there. Damn and, right, you know, dude. Everybody can deal with it. Nobody can deal with it. Like, everybody can. You know what I mean? Like if you, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't take advantage of what's out there for free. They just, they rather, they rather let somebody else teach them something. Like which is kind of weird. Like uh, you, you can learn this here now. Like this is what the world has become now. Like everything's so easy now um, to learn it. Yeah, access. There's you know, there's tons of apps out there, and you can learn it. Like there's so much free stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, um, I, and I but, guess that creates more competition yeah. in the end. But if you, as long as you stick with it, you can become consistently like hi- hireable. Well, that's where your yeah. personality comes into play too. Like yeah. if you're if you're plugged into stuff and you have a good head on your shoulders and you and you do that stuff, you're you're going to succeed. Yeah. All right. Shit. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's another good. Yeah, that's another good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and always, well, and always. You always, you know, try to be hungry. They ask questions. A lot of people don't ask a lot of questions. Uh, Great piece of advice, yeah, by the yeah. way. Fuck yeah. yeah ask yeah. Always ask questions. Yeah. I mean, shit, that's, yeah. that's a good place to end the interview in general. Just because I, I like leaving on a good note, and I'm, yeah. you know, I hope we didn't take too much of your time tonight. No, no you're good. No, you're, that was great, man. 
Th- thank you so point. much, dude. That's the best advice anybody could probably offer that's, at this point. Yeah, so far on our show, that's been like the most insightful thing. That's fantastic. Yeah, dude. Thanks so much for your perspective yeah, and your no, time. No, anytime you guys want to call me, then just call me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. We'd love to have you on again, bro. And if you if you're yeah, ever sure. if you ever happen to be visiting back here, please you can always come sit in too. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Oh yeah, for sure. That'd All be great. Right. Yeah. I would love that. Open seat for you. Yeah. All right, dude. No problem. Um, thank you I again. Uh, I love you. You know I love you, dude. Just I I, I want to come out. And, I want to come out and visit you guys. Um, yeah. Have a great night. Tell your wife I said hello, and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be hearing from you guys on Christmas again. <laughs> Sounds good, though. All right, guys. All right, Peace man. out, Jonas. Thanks night. so much, dude. All right. Nice to meet you and stuff. No problem, guys. All right. Well, likewise, man. Later, brother. Later. All right, dude. See ya. Dude, he rules. Dude, he's a gr- isn't he like the best? Yeah, he freaking rules. Yeah. I, I could I could tell he was like on his way somewhere or something. And I was like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, because he's probably too polite to be like, to be like, hey, I gotta go, you know. So I wanted to be like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I'll make sure I, I let him know, like it's good to go. But he, guys, yeah, he's a, he's such a great guy, dude. Him and I would have like long chats. I never even asked him really about work before. He would talk about like the corporate world a little bit and stuff. How he doesn't really like it, but like at the same time, he's so good at corporate e stuff. He sounds like it, and and sometime uh, when when we end up talking to him again someday, I'm gonna ask him his background, like. How did you like, um, like what was your what was your path job wise? Like how did you end up up there? Because you don't just start doing that stuff. No, I mean he. I re- I remember him coming in the barbershop. He had just like started in that sort of corporate world. I remember him still being in school because he's he's not much older than us. Yeah, I want to know about the before. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great guy and he's bilingual, so that's cool too. Like yeah. he, yeah, he's a great guy. He's basically the shit. Yeah, yeah, putting oh, us yeah. to shame. Yeah, yeah, no, he's an, he's an awesome dude, and we we bonded over Ninja Turtles because I'm a huge Turtles freak. So like, and so is he. He's a big uh, Bebop Rocksteady fan. Um, so nice. anytime I would see like an action figure, I'd pick it up for him or whatever. If I like, I remember like I found one at Goodwill and stuff. I like picked it up for him. I just love the guy. Yeah, Great that's guy. awesome. Um, no, so dude, let's get into our stuff now. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, what, what have you? Uh, what's on your mind this fucking, week, right, baby? I'll, I'll baby boy. I'll go first. So. Everybody in my work is honestly they're 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 good people. Like they're really good people. I'm just not a great like socializer. So today was Friendsgiving. Okay. Right. Sounds nice. Yeah, it was. It's just everybody and like and this isn't that I I truly don't mean this to be pretentious, but like I've been a vegetarian most of my life. Like I, and I I never bring it up. I just I pack my own food. Like I you know whenever people invite me out places, I never make a big deal. I just I get what I what I can eat. Like even mm-hmm. if it's at a a restaurant I've never been to that doesn't really have many vegetarian options, I just I don't make a big deal. I don't complain. But like everybody every day was like, hey, you can eat fish, right? You can eat chicken though, right? If people I make don't if I make if I make a casserole and there's bacon bits in it, you're good with that, right? And I'm like, no, but that's okay. Like don't worry about me. But they're like, oh, man, oh. oh, I'm so sorry, like making it a huge thing. And then other people start joining in, and then they ask me a million questions, and I'm just like, I'm like, you guys, please. Well, like, dude, I just packed my own lunch today, but I still like went up because everybody's like, oh, go try my thing. I made this specially for you. It has uh, li- bits of fish in it. Is that okay? And I'm like, no, well, I can't. Well, dude, like, you, like you've said before, perception is reality, I and know. they don't understand what that's like. Mm-hmm. All they know is their lived experience. Right, I know. And so, it's fine, and they're, they're wonderful people. That's so, why. Uh, like, that's why they do things like, oh, man, because 
they're deep down they're bummed out that they can't share things with you that is true yeah they they were and they were bummed out my buddy my buddy reggie who i'd love to have on the show sometime he was genuinely sad that he had made collard greens and they had he thought i could eat pork yeah and i was like there's um yeah and i was like no i can't he's like Oh, such a shame. Man, so good I know, too. but everybody made like a ton of food and they brought it in and, and I ate my regular lunch. Everyone on top except of, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. That was the thing too. Every, you know, my, my buddy was like, oh man, you're a real piece of shit. You didn't bring any food. And I was like, well, yeah, my wife had surgery yesterday. Like I didn't have time to go run out and get something. He was like, oh yeah. Okay. But like, by yeah, the way, yeah. my wife had uh, a full hysterectomy. I kept saying tubes tied. I didn't know the difference. They removed her entire uterus. Right. And That's... I was in the waiting room all day yesterday. I started watching soap operas and shit. I was like oh, getting into it because <laughs> like there was nothing else to, you, you know, fucking... I'm reading, well, I brought my Fangoria magazine. So I was reading that. And then I was like, I can't stare at my fucking phone anymore. Dude. Like I'm going crazy as I'm sitting in there for like five hours. And, uh, why didn't you leave? Well, so I was worried that something might go wrong and they, they would need me. Yeah, but what if they needed my blood right away? Like a well, blood transfusion? That it's happened. a hospital. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm a universal donor and the first person they go to is the spouse. So I get worried, you know, plus I want to be there like just to support, you know, just in case they need me. Right. So so I was in in the waiting room and uh yeah, I had to eat a fucking pop tart which was not sitting well in my stomach oh, no. all night last night. A pop tart. <laughs> And I had to eat a, I think it was a, was it a Three Musketeers bar at one Yummy. point? And I was like, I was like, oh man, my stomach was gurgling. I, I was definitely taking a shit in like in the waiting room <laughs> bathroom, and I could, I know they heard one of my farts. Well, and that's I was like, I was like, whatever. Yeah, no, I don't really give a shit. But it was just funny. I was trying to be all quiet, and I was like, I was like, all right, Matt, just let this one out easy. And it was just like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but she's doing well. She's got uh, like four big incisions. I kept making jokes too to the nurse, and I don't think she like understood I was joking. You probably when, uh, shouldn't make jokes. Well, in so that situation. so I went back there, and my wife, you know, she's all blue in the face and stuff. She just woke up from the anesthesia. She she wasn't loopy or anything. They waited a while for for me to go back there, so she was like totally coherent and everything. But uh, I had like a backpack that she packed with all of the like the things she might need, like water and snacks and stuff. And I and the nurse is like explaining stuff to me, and I was like, "Oh, I'll put it in this backpack." Hey, you mind if I lean this on you? Like to my wife, and my wife's laughing, but like the nurse was like, "Excuse me," and like she didn't get it at first. And I was like, "No, I was, I was joking." And then like she pulled out all these pictures. I have them over here. They're all of all her insides, like the boroscope pictures of her insides. And I you know she's holding up. She's like, yeah. She's like explaining them to us. She's like, but I really don't know what this means because she wasn't the the surgeon. She was the nurse. And I go, oh my god, it looks just like you, honey. <laughs> and you know, Liz is laughing, but the nurse was like, did you just say it looks just like her? And well, like, she just sounds like a dud. No, she wasn't a dud. She was super sweet. She she's was a like, dud. no, but then she then she and I was like, yeah, it was a joke. She's like, oh, <laughs> like then she started laughing, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh man, tough crowd. Like, you know, I'm like pulling my collar here. Fuck. Tough crowd. But it was it was like silly. I was just like making you know like a bunch of silly jokes, and uh, we got her home safe and everything. But yeah, so I didn't have any time to go get any food for friends giving. Nor did I really. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't give like I don't really care. Like I'm glad like these people are, are the wonderful. Worst. people. I am the worst. But dude, I fucking hate Thanksgiving, dude. I've always had annoying Thanksgivings where I'd have to go to like somebody else's family's house. Or I'm just like I'm sick of fucking. Oh, I'm Thanksgiving. so sorry. People want to include you, dude. You Jesus have Christ. no idea. I don't like being included either, but I still do it. 
I did it's it for, not for years. It's not for me. It's for them. I did it for years. I'm tired of the weird, awkward family bullshit. Like, I never wanted to go to any Thanksgiving. I don't care about the food on Thanksgiving. It's a weird holiday to me. It doesn't matter to me. Like, it's kind of shitty, too. Like, once you once you reach the age of, like, 15 and you realize, like, what they teach you in school. Like, like I said, I'm not trying to sound pretentious, but once you realize, like, how obnoxious and shitty the holiday of thanksgiving actually is then like by you know like like i said by my like my teenage years i was like oh dude i don't want to be associated with this this is terrible Mm. i don't know uh it used to be my favorite holiday really just for the food that's what a lot of people say though thanksgiving is my favorite holiday i love to get stuffed well there's nothing it, it, it it is gluttonous and i grew out of that part but yeah um and also thanksgiving food is nothing really to write home about in my opinion, yeah, it's like, like turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, dry ass turkey. You can get that any uh, stuffing made out of bread, uh, mashed potatoes that you can have once a week if you really wanted to. I don't know. Now Thanksgiving is lar- largely lost on me on th- these days, and quite similarly, I am fucking done going to uh, family functions for for them. Like my my mom's side of the family is spread all over the world. Yeah. Because my mom's family is like straight up from Germany and oh, yeah. all of all of my mom all of my grandmom's kids aside from my mom all succeeded and like moved all over the world and I've never even met most of them. I've met one of my mom's half sisters. Yo, do they celebrate Thanksgiving in Germany? That's not a that's not know. a world holiday, right? No, it's an American holiday. I thought so, yeah. I don't know what they do, but and and my dad's side of the family is just fucking ugh, Kent, just <laughs> Kent County fucking half rednecks. They're the worst. Yeah. And they they move they move they do this thing that localized people tend to do. They moved further and further south into Sussex County, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> they're the kind of people who like a twenty minute drive is like out of the question. <laughs> yeah, of they're course. Like. like I had to go all the way across town to go to the other grocery store. I almost got on 95. Because the damn Redner's was out of fucking soda pop. What's a Redner's? It's a grocery chain, but... Oh, okay. Like... Redner? Hardly newer. Exactly. Those people, like, I'm, like, one step at a time, like, baby steps at a time, I'm moving further and further away from my dad's side of the family. They're the... They're... They're just not... The kind of like, no, I dude. Let me. <sighs> they just don't. They don't check any boxes as a family. They don't do anything that families do. We only see each other on holidays, and they act like it's a fucking like. If if you run into one of them, you you have to in order to see my family, you have to happen to run into them in their little towns that they live in. Right. So it, it barely feels like a family to me anymore, especially since my dad's mom died. Oh. Like, like she holding the uh she holding everybody together yes yeah all, all the holidays we'd all go to my mom's house yep and that's where everybody converged and it was fine but when she like when she passed like now we go to seaford to see my my one aunt and uncle oh, seaford's terrible well it's just not uh, enough <laughs> enough about that shit but anyway like i'm so over thanksgiving like this is my least favorite time of year 
is after Halloween. Yeah, mine too. I get well, so I finally came out of my like Halloween depression after because I get you know after Halloween I get I hate using that term. I, I don't I don't mean to use it lightly. It's like when people say they have OCD but they don't really have OCD. I don't really have depression or anything like that. But I do no, get. No, you do. I get really down the that's, that's couple what days that after Halloween. That's what that means. So okay. Well, you, I don't, you do I don't really it. know like what it is, but um, it really gets to me like the day after Halloween and then the next couple weeks, but I'm, I'm good now. You know, I, I came back. I was fine. I just, you know, I get, I got so sad and then I start planning for next year. So I'm, you know, I'm all good now. Um, but yeah, you know, I like Christmas. I, I want to set up something in the yard for Christmas. Nothing big. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just fun. I get the day off nah, and, uh, Christmas. <laughs> okay. Christmas sucks too. No. Christmas suck. in America fucking sucks. Why? It's a, it's a capitalist holiday. Well, they're all capitalist holidays. Well, this Christmas especially because it's all about like just buying people shit. It and sucks that it has been made into, well, now I have to buy my family the newest, biggest, best thing. Not even just that, but the whole culture of like everything about Christmas has to be bought. Yeah. And like, and if you don't have Christmas cheer, you're the weirdo because you don't enjoy this shit. Because yeah. I didn't, I didn't buy Christmas pajamas this year, or I don't have a like a Christmas sweater. Oh my god, the fucking ugly Christmas—that shit, that made me hate our generation. To be real with you, the ugly Christmas sweater party. I went to an ugly Christmas sweater party one time. Yeah, and I had fun. Yeah, I'm not but gonna have fun there. I'm not gonna have more than one <laughs> ugly sweater. I won't have more than one fun. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just not into it. I'm, I remember when they were like everything. There was a period of like two years where like everything was an ugly Christmas sweater, and I was like, dude, we you guys got to stop. That's not going away either. You don't think so? No. Oh, I, like, think I haven't well, seen that in a while. Well, the trope of like making things into like that Christmas sweater, like knitted looking font. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. going okay, away. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, every holiday until after Saint pa- every actually every holiday until after Easter can just fuck off. I don't um, like any of after them. After Easter. Oh, oh, you mean between Christmas and Easter? New Year's. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Oh. St. Patrick's Day. Easter. All can just be deleted for so all I care. The only reason I like Valentine's Day is because we do uh, My Bloody Valentine on that day. And we and Liz and I watch the movie and we buy Valentine's Day boxes. And it's fun. Because that's my favorite yeah. slasher movie is the original My Bloody Valentine. You and Mel should come over for that. It's fun. We did it last year. We had a little party. It was a good time. Hmm. And we're going to do a Black Christmas party. You well, ever seen the movie Black Christmas? That sounds way more fun yeah. than a traditional Valentine's Day. Oh, like, traditional Valentine's Day is, I mean, that's the, that is the worst. That is that's the, the most. That's the second worst capitalist holiday, I by would the way. say Valentine's Day is worse because there's so much expectation on like couples to, just like to Why? just to be better than than you are normally. Like that's I, shitty. I can't. I can't be. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you should be great all the time that's what i mean you should just be the best spouse you can be or partner or whatever you can be yeah all the time yeah me and me and my girlfriend go on dates that's what i'm saying yeah i take liz on dates all the time it's It's just fun and we talk to each other we put our phones away we talk to each other that is one thing that is really weird that i think is just the future i see couples and i've brought this up on the show before i sound so old right now but you are old i am but uh i see couples sitting across from each other not talking they're just hanging out on their phones and i'm like okay i get i guess that's just the new way of communication but it, it still freaks me out i'm like they're I'm not like, communicating they're well, they they're are amu- they're no they're amusing themselves so you don't worse. think they're sending each other memes and all no. that kind of stuff 
Really? Oh, I think only, they probably Only are. sick people do that. <laughs> you send me memes. When I'm sitting across from you? Didn't I, think so. I, you may. You may. Didn't think so. Thank I you. I said may, and I meant to say might, and it came mm-hmm. out as mate. All right. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh, so last weekend I went to a horror convention. Oh, real which, quick. Yeah. I'm a big, big proponent of the phone bowl at parties. What is that? You put a bowl out, everyone puts uh, their phone in Oh, that's there. a good idea. I like that. Yeah, you have to talk to each other and have fun and play Twister and stuff. It's fun. Um, you lost me already. With Twister? Yeah. Are you kidding me? You don't like Twister? I don't need party games. Oh, you're out of your goddamn mind. I don't need games at a party. I love games. I want to hang out. Yeah, but I love tri- like trivia. A huge, I'm a huge fan of trivia. I could play trivia all night. I Twi- love that shit. Well, Twister is a more physical game. Yeah, Twister I, is a physical game. I do. I'm a big. Well, speaking of technology changing things, I'm a big fan of the Jackbox games. Jackbox is awesome. How love cool is Jackbox. Jackbox? Love Jackbox or Heads Up. Heads Up is great on your phone. You played that, right? Uh, maybe it's once. It's similar to Jackbox. So you let's. So you have a um. You on your phone. You have like say it says like Queen of England or something. And then you oh, have to I hold have it. Played yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's good time. Or like charades. I love charades. Yeah. Um. But so. Oh yeah. So let's, I, let's move on. No, 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 it's cool. So I went to a horror convention last weekend. Uh, it was. I'm m- glad you went. I'm glad you actually went. Yeah, I, dude. I had one of the best days I've ever had in my life. There you go. It was so much fun. I got to meet two actors from the Monster Squad, which is like my favorite movie ever. It's I know every we know. line. Yeah, <laughs> I know like every line of that movie. And I got to meet, and they they were so nice. And uh, I got to meet so Ashley Bank. So for anybody who's listening, who's also seen the Monster Squad, Ashley Bank is the actress that played the little girl, uh, Phoebe the Phoebe, uh, in the film. And I got to meet her, and she was so sweet. And she just like she actually wants to talk to the fans because like I don't I think a lot of people. So here's who was there. First of all, Robert England who plays Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. he- Heather Langenkamp who plays Nancy in the in the movies in in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, so one, and then she's back in three, and then she's back in New Nightmare, and now she's also on a on a show on Netflix called The Midnight Club. So she she's awesome. So, but so, so need- she was there. Corey Taylor from Slipknot was there. Oh, great! The the guy the guy who plays Art the Clown in the new Terrifier movie. That's he cool. was there. The director was there. So there were like these big, huge names there. And then you know the guys from Monster Squad were there. And there was like no line to meet them. So of course, I, <laughs> why I do was you think first that is in fucking line? Well, no, they're popular to the older horror fans, you know. So I got to meet I got to meet two two of the actors from Monster Squad. I was. I was like, I was so excited. Then Liz met Devin Sawa, which was amazing. Do you know who that is? Mm -hmm. The Final Destination guy. Yeah. He was there. His line wasn't that long when we got there either. And he's in, he's in the new Chucky series. Who gives a shit about Devin Sawa? Are you kidding? Dude, he's, he's been consistently acting for forever. Dude, he's in, he's in fucking Casper. He's in Idle Hands. He's in, yeah, he's the human version of Casper, bro. Think about it. And SLC Punk. Oh, he was in that movie. Yeah, That's dude. True. She got she she met him, and he actually had the picture of him going, "Ooh, I'm so scared." You know <laughs> that that scene in the movie with his gloves on. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he and he wrote that on her on her. Uh, <laughs> he signed a photograph. Nice. Uh, so I so I even got to meet him. He was so nice. Um, I got to meet Danielle Harris from the Halloween movies four and five. She plays the little girl, and then she's also in Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. Uh, and I got to talk with her, and she's she's genuinely like she gives a shit about her fans. She has a podcast too called Talk Scary to Me, and uh, her and uh, Scout Taylor Compton 
uh, so I asked her about that, and we were talking for a sec, and then I got to meet uh, Ken Sagos, who plays um, Kincaid in the Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warriors films. He's he's the only one to survive out of all the Dream Warriors, so he's he's in part three, and he's in the beginning of part four, and he was a dream to me. He was wonderful. Um, Maybe a nightmare. No. Ah, I see what you did there. He was wonderful to meet. Um, you know, he was the only black actor in any of the Nightmare on Elm Street films to survive into another film. Mm, that's racist. I don't <laughs> think it is, but he, uh, he he talked about that in the documentary, Never Sleep Again, um, the documentary about Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. But he was super cool to meet. Uh, who else did we meet? Oh, and then, so then we got to go hang out at the um, the kiosk where, or like the little station where the, bo- so the director and uh, his wife, who's also like partial director of this film called The Barn, were there. And I met them back in 2016 when they made the first Barn movie. It's a movie about Halloween. It's a little indie horror film and it's made here locally, but it's in Pennsylvania. It's like right over the line in PA. Mm. And they're awesome. I met them. I bought their movie. I loved it. They were there again this year promoting their film, The Barn Part 2. And I bought it. And they were like – and while I was talking to them, they were like, hey, we're showing the movie tonight at the Colonial. Mr. Lobo is going to be there. And I'm a huge Mr. Lobo fan. He's a he's a local horror movie host. He does like internet TV and stuff. He's hilarious. If, you, if you're if you a fan of like Mystery Science Theater 3000 and stuff, he does like that kind of stuff, like riffing movies and stuff. Um, this is probably, this might be super boring for the audience, but I'm almost done. So I got to go to the colonial theater, which if you don't know where that's at, that's in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. It's the original spot. I know Phoenixville. It's the original spot where they filmed the blob from the 1958 mm-hmm. and they have blob fest there every year and stuff. Yes, they do. So it's really fun. Um, so we got to, the, the wife and I got to go there and we got to watch the barn part two. There was like 10 of us in the theater. I felt really bad for the director and the wife and the, the special effects guy was there too. They know, no, they, they, no, they know I, their movie is niche, but, but what I'm saying is they had, they them. had bigger names in the movie and stuff. It was awesome. So they had, you know, we watched the movie. It was really fun. It was real cheesy, good, like B movie. And a lot of a lot of awesome kills in it. You know, got to see Linnea Quigley covered in blood with a chainsaw, which was rad. If you don't know who that is, she's the woman who plays Trash in uh, Return of the Living Dead. She's also in a bunch of '80s movies. She's wonderful. Uh, so they had her in the film, and anyway, they were wonderful people. They got to we got to do a Q and A with them and stuff, and it was just really what a wonderful day. I was in my happy zone. It got me out of my funk mm-hmm. of being sad about Halloween. So. Yeah. That rules, dude. Yeah, so that was that was my week last week. Um, you were kind of up in the air about if you were going to go or not. I know. Too. I really didn't think we were going to go, and then because I didn't think Liz was going to be able to go, um, and Glad then we got to go, and I was really ecstatic, dude. Like I, ugh, that's my that is my comfort zone, like being around in the horror community, and I just I just love it. Anyway, how, how, what, what's oh, what's been on your mind, baby? What's been going on? Well, the first thing on my mind is that you ended up sideways again on camera. Oh my god! <laughs> You'll learn. Could one you day. imagine having this one as a friend? By the way, no. He is a megalomaniac. Go on. What's on your mind, baby, baby? Well, first of all, yeah. Do Do you have any funny license plates? I do. Week? I have. I I think I only wrote one down because it cracked me up. So, Didn't I've been seeing it? a lot of religious license plates. Uh, lately. You mentioned that before. I haven't, dude. Uh, Faith I, plus one. No. <laughs> I would love that. If I saw no, that. it was uh, oh, where is it? Oh, here it is. It was go to God. 
And, and I was trying to read. I was like, I, I was like, God, read that God, before. oh God. No, this was go to God. This was different. The other one was um, no, because I hadn't seen this one before. It was go to God. Anyway, it was interesting. So, I guess they're really uh, whoever's getting these license plates made. I, I don't know. Yeah, this, what do you got? Uh, I saw. I've got three. Okay. I saw this one. Dog pound. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's D- genius. D a w g l space l b. I thought that was hilarious. I saw Matt. Just M a t t. Uh, no, it's actually it's actually Ma T. If you Ma T. If you really look at it, but I was like, yeah, Matt. Wait, what kind of car is it? I could. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Oh no, I've because I was thinking if it was like a Tesla Ma T, like Ma Tesla. I have three. Actually. Okay. All right. I uh, saw. So I love that one. It says "Fat Dad" and the number one. One, another Fat one. Fat Dad one. We always see that. It's like a fucking screen name. Yeah. That's Actually, hilarious. now that now that I think about it, Dog Pound is a listener submitted one. That's hilarious. Uh, a new friend of the new friend of mine, maybe soon to be friend of the show. Who knows, Peyton? Uh, sh- my friend Peyton has a knack for seeing like crazy plates. And she's always getting pictures of them of them in, so she sent that to me. Hilarious. And yeah, she sent that one in. But that's all I had. Dog pound is genius, Funny. dude. I and it's that, spelled with an LB. LB. I mean, I know you'll show it in the thing, but it's silly. I that one really tickled me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I wonder. I wonder if they're a dog catcher or something. I hope not. Oh, I got a show coming up. I got uh, offered That's last right. week. So I wrote a new song for it and everything. I got a show coming up at the Jackson Inn December 10th. I'll add the flyer in. That flyer is cool. Dude, that flyer is awesome. Are you coming out to that? That's a no. That's I already next, know. That's next weekend? No, 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 no. December 10th. That is the <laughs> following like three weekend. Weeks. I'll be one, two, three. I should be here. I'll come. Yeah? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be here. So I'll awesome. come. Awesome. That'd be rad to have you there. I, w- I wanted to see what the inside of that place looks Dude, like, Dude, it's too. it's awesome in there. It it's like tiny. a dive bar, but it's it's cool. It's actually bigger than you would think. Okay. Yeah, and I they have a cool it. little stage there and everything. I'm of course not going to play on the stage. We're gonna just I'm just gonna set up in the middle of all the people. But yeah, and that's a Twitching Witches show. That is a Twitching Witches. Yeah, dude, I got randomly offered a Twitching Witches concert, and oh, excuse me, uh, we're playing uh, on Main Street. We're just gonna busk. I know my pins. I started no, you're this... doing the thing again on the table. What? Oh my god! Well, it's so comfortable to lean like this, but it, you end up sideways. As somebody who's made films before, you'd think you'd care about optics, but I don't know. Optics? You know how things look. That's not okay. Um, yeah, and my pins keep scratching the table. I started this jacket last week, and I love it. I've been I've been working hard on. It. I got my leopard print on, sewn on the back. It's coming along. It's getting there. It's getting there. There's I got to do with the top, the back top. There's good pins on it too. Yeah, oh, that was cool. Dude. I like I like the uh, sleepaway camp one. Yeah, it, Liz got me this one, the sleepaway camp. Uh, Angela Felissa. face. Yeah, Felissa Rose got to meet her. Uh, do you see that one? That's Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. How cool is that? It's a huge pin. I have these special it's backs big. that I get that I tighten on with a little Allen Allen key. I have ones that lock. That's good too, yeah. I got I got this Freddy pin. I have the Di- the, uh, the El Diablo, Diablo pin, yeah. Pin yeah, that's that Liz what made. Liz made that. My friend, uh, um, my friend Ginger, uh, she has Evil Squirrel uh, Company. That's her. She makes these really cool. I don't know. I'll show it on the on the screen there. It's uh, she makes like horror faces that are like screen painted. This is actually fake leather. It's faux leather, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So it's still vegan leather. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I yeah, been doing good, man. Um, I love loving this jacket. 
Mm-hmm. What do you think about um, what do you think about this thing that older people do, Specific, like boomers? Maybe maybe it's X. Whatever fucking generation, how they like tragedy story top each other. Oh, bro, that's just a fucking the one upping thing. So, I I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast before. So, I was with a person for a long time who was an alcoholic, and um. I had to go to an AA meeting with them. You talked about this before. Did I? Yeah. Did I tell you the top, the, mm-hmm. the, oh, okay, yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll tell it again for anybody who's like a new Great. listener. Yeah. <laughs> or do not want to hear it. No, uh, a new, this could be someone's first episode. That's what I mean. So, so basically, everybody in these AA meetings, just all they fucking do is drink coffee and smoke cigarettes and they top each other's sad stories. And this one lady's, you know, she's standing up talking about how she's just talking. Oh yeah, I used to get drunk and all this stuff, and then and casually brings up that she killed her daughter in a car accident, and she's like, and everyone's like clapping. You know, you're so brave, and she's like, thank you, thank you. You know, one of those, and I'm like, oh my fucking god, and she like topped everybody's story, of course, but she was like, dude, I'm telling you, it was. Like, okay, maybe you're comfortable, maybe you've lived with the tragedy and now you're like comfortable enough to talk about it. That's one thing, but it was a strange reaction. It was almost like, uh, boy, am I glad, you know, I'm glad these people are, are hearing me. Like, I don't know, dude, it was weird. Well, maybe if you lived her life, you'd understand, but you didn't. I don't, you're right. I don't have a drinking problem. What's, uh, what's your thing? Well, one of my coworkers, um, uh, a relative, either, uh, Oh, uh, uh, someone close to them had a son and he just killed himself recently. Jesus Christ. Committed suicide because of a bad breakup. Whoa. Oh, the kid was like 19 years old. Oh my God, dude. Committed suicide over a bad breakup. Oh, that's fucking terrible. And in classic old, old person style, my other coworker was like, oh, someone I know's daughter had done it too. (laughs) <laughs> they tried they tried jumping off a bridge and like i was sitting there like is this a fucking contest dude maybe you should just listen to this person in grief and maybe offer an ear or a little bit of condolences and like some genuine feelings rather than just trying to relate it you don't have to relate on everything so so i don't think that's an old people thing i think that's just a people it's kind of thing. a human thing yeah it's, it's but, a way of coping with a situation you're uncomfortable with well some some ways it can make people feel comfortable with their grief yeah like i kind of get it but it's just it's just like just wait a second <laughs> wait one i do i agree with you wait, wait until wait the body's cold in the ground at least yeah or oh, something that was a that was a, not a great metaphor i was like my yeah. god <laughs> what they need at least get some fucking get some worms in the coffin before you start like oh, being god. like so oh and my your friend, co-worker still showed up to work she took a couple days i think holy dude she's because she's it wasn't fucked up forever it, well it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't there son but it was like a friend of theirs son somebody close to them's son so it wasn't your co-worker's son correct oh he, okay no the person who tried to relate to them said that they had a friend who's this right is, right this I is got off you. the fucking rails yeah but but, uh, but wow yeah no that that's close the thing. enough because like whenever because like whenever let's say whatever you're sick with something or like a medical like an actual serious medical thing everyone else will chime in and be like well you know i had you know both my legs 
uh, ran over by a trash truck, and you're like, but you're walking. You know, like it's like it's always something like that. Well, like, they had to live through that. Yeah. But like when I was in the hospital when I was young. Yeah. And I like legitimately died. Yeah. I lost that like empathy thing, like that long ago. You know, I know you have. You've lost a lot of things. Because, like, people would try to do that thing and they would try to relate, like, their things. Right. But it always, it, uh, like, people do that a lot with illness, too. That's, yeah. Or they, they try to, they try to relate, like, going through something like like that to, like, a physical trauma. And I'm like, this is not the same thing. Oh, you're talking like, oh, I was, yeah, like, they were in the hospital also, but it was for, like... Like, being oh, really sick my like brother pneumonia was, my brother was about to lose his leg because of diabetes i'm like Not i'm same. like i'm like i was a passenger in a car yeah. i don't really <laughs> yeah i don't really have a dog in this fight right now so no maybe I know. maybe leave me alone yeah it, it is very much like a, a weird human thing i feel like it's also the same thing as uh oh God, humans do a lot of weird things like this but hey this smells really bad smell it that kind of a thing and i'm like I no like i don't want to fucking i know you do yeah. It's silly. You do it with all kinds of things. Do it as a gag. That yeah. old gag. That old gag. But like, I, th- I feel like people do that with a lot where it's like, it's like they're, they're miserable. Okay. So say they, they smoke, right? And they're coughing and they're, they've been smoking for a while. They're like, here, man, here, you should smoke too. I, all my buddies used to be like, they would try to make me feel bad about not smoking. I'm glad I don't have like, put some like hair, that. put some hair on your chest or whatever. And I'm like, no, like your bodies look like shit. Like, you smoke, your lungs sound like shit. Like, why would I want to be a part of this? But that's just a human I'm, thing. I'm glad I've never known anybody They want to drag you through the mud, that. too. I'm, yeah, I'm glad I've never known anybody. You've never been peer oh pressured? Oh, my God, stop it! You've never been peer pressured into fucking smoking? I don't pay attention. To what? Them. Stop, and, and stop what? What are you stopping me from? I'm trying to get a sentence out. You were finished the sentence. No, I wasn't. Oh, my God. I'm glad... I've never known anybody who said stupid shit like that to me because that's it's a it's not going to put hair on your chest. It's not going to make me feel better. It might make you feel better because I'm joining you in your thing. That's what I'm saying. But fucking fuck off with it. Yeah, dude. Peer pressure is trash. I hated that shit. No, that's I don't want to wax poetic about it too much. No, me neither. But it, it is it is very much a human thing where it's like, oh, I'm feeling bad. So I want you to feel bad, too. Or. Or somebody else is getting sympathy and other humans are like like little parasites and they're like, I want sympathy too, you know? And then they're like, let me talk about this one thing that happened to me and other people will listen. Yeah, it's like, it's terrible. They would make me sick. Yeah, I know. It's awful. I, I feel, uh, I, that sucks for your coworker. I know, I feel, I feel really bad for them. Yeah. But. I've known quite a few uh, people to commit suicide and it's, it ruins a, it ruins the uh, lives of everything. others. It ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Ugh. It's horrible. One of my best friends killed himself. I'm very, yeah. I'm still fucked up about it a little bit. But, oh, yeah. Uh, let's please swiftly move on from that. Oh, yeah. It's sad. Uh, I don't have much else except no, for who, me I'm, neither. who I'm working with this week. Okay. Give it do to you, me. Do you have anything? No. I mean, I pretty much talked about every, I kind of started the podcast off with who I'm working with, friends giving people. So. Well, uh, at least on this, on the, uh, staying true to the subject of work stuff, uh, have you ever been asked to do a special project? Yeah. Do you know what a special project is really? Yeah. 
it's a time it's a it's a tedious thing that somebody else doesn't want to do of course and they they guise it as like a special this guy's young and dumb project. he'll do it for me exactly yeah, would, of course this this uh this employee will do some bullshit work that i really don't want to do that's all the army is but yeah go on that like that i'm opening it up for discussion oh yeah i mean the army we do shit like that all the time like hey i got a special task for you uh-huh. they'll, they'll say that i got a special task for you all right you need to move sandbags uh-huh. uh from <laughs> from this window to this window because there's a storm coming in and if we have sandbags there i, I don't fucking do you have any fucking sandbags I mean, there's actually a great uh cartoon somebody drew of the of the like army logic and it's a truck spilling sand into uh like a like i don't know a fucking a sandbox soldiers filling the sand into sandbags another soldier carrying those sandbags to a wheelbarrow to another um to another sandbox uh-huh. then pouring that sand out from the sandbag onto a truck so that it can go deliver the sand again it's it really is like i've the, the try any, and find it I, I will. I, I'll send it to you. It's if it's you can find funny. it, please do. Yeah, every everybody, every military person knows what I'm talking about because it is because they always put you on on some special task. Hey, I need you to carry like this is dead. I'm dead fucking serious. I carried mattresses, mattresses for, up the stairs, yeah, and that was like a special task. Special, or it was like, hey, I we're having people, um, we're having people do a ceremony we need you on a special task to make sure that all these tables are in a straight line and, oh that, and that people can walk up and get water bottles and snacks and you have to stand there at parade rest all day it's special they especially don't want to do it themselves exactly do it <laughs> and then all the higher-ups will go hide somewhere thank god uh-huh. i'm an nco now that i don't i mean they put ncos through a bunch of trash too it's it's a lot of shit like that you know what i was i was put on this fucking <laughs> special task to count ammo at night that I was like, with your little red red fuck? light, right? Yeah, and I was like, oh, check this out. Let me show you something cool on your phone that you can do, if you can set it to this. Ready? Yeah. What the triple tap? Yeah. Wait. Do you mean the back of the phone? No. Oh no! Oh wait, no, no, it's this. It's this. Sorry. Yeah. Wow, it's red scale. Yeah. So they have different color. Uh, like variations you can set up on your phone. I know and, you could invert it. But I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can set it to anything. So this right here is a like a like it's major. Fo- I'll just show it. Kind of, I don't even. I don't know if you can it see. Won't sh- it. Well, it kind yeah, of shows, look, it up, shows a up a little bit. So you can you can do that on your, uh, on your iPhone. Yeah, on your on your iPhone with this new and update. And no, 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 no. You were able to do this before. Oh, right. So that when you click your little hold button on the side three times, it'll invert it to that color. It's like. It's like you can use it for so for us when the guys have uh, the NVGs on the night vision goggles. Anything that's brighter than that will blind them. Mm-hmm. So you use that and you use that at night. It's it's a cool thing actually. Jay, who's been on the show before, he showed me how to do that. Nice, it's really neat. Smart guy. Yeah, he he's a very smart guy. I love that guy. He is a fucking troublemaker, but he <laughs> he's a rascal. He is a rascal. Exactly. That's what Liz and I were just laughing about that before you came over. He was part of a wedding last weekend, and he was the flower boy, and he drew, nice. he wore this amazing suit. I I would love to have him on the show so we can talk about his experience. But he uh he wore this hilarious suit that was like flower pattern, but like I was don't know, lo- was it really loud? Yes, and it was beautiful. It was like he looked cool. like he was part of a mariachi band, and it was fucking rad. But uh, what, was it like black and frilly no? Or it was like it was all like this like rose red shiny color oh, it was nuts dude it was awesome mean. yeah 
that well, thank God, that's all I had for that. But, but the, yeah. the last thing I'll bring up this episode is, uh, um, have you ever have you ever been with somebody at work who has to announce when they're in the area? Or is that unique to like a cubicle situation? Announce when they're in the area. Okay, so for example, one of the managers of a department on the other side of the building, when he has to walk back through our department, uh, he usually has to go talk to accounts payable because he has to pay something, like mm-hmm. one of those many vendors, because lo and behold, uh, construction costs a lot of money for the company sure. to do as well, and not just get paid for. But he does this thing where when he comes through, he has to announce himself always. He'll say something like, passing through. And we're like, we're, like what my- the fuck? Right. So we work with numbers. So our faces are kind of buried in our computers for a lot of the time. Well, yeah. it takes a lot of concentration sometimes oh, too. Yeah. And it's very tedious work. So it's like, okay, I had to turn my head for some reason just because you're walking through here. You can't just quietly make your way through and maybe shut up. He's announcing that he's walking through an office. Passing through. What I hear kind it of all a the t- fucking Hannibal Lecter psychopath. Coming through. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Nobody nobody asked you. Dude, yeah, nobody. Uh, uh, bleh. That makes me want to puke. It gives you the ick, right? That does, yeah. It's, Ew. I wonder if he's like that when he's having sex. Like, about to come. You well, know, like one of those. I think that's a lot of people. No, no, no. But if he says it like that, <laughs> like just takes the, the romance right out of it. That bleh. made me shiver. Just thinking about that. You never had that before? <laughs> what if he says passing through when he's about to come? <laughs> That's his um, his calling card. All right, I babe, guess. passing through. And she's like, okay. She does exactly what we all do. We're like, okay, oh. didn't ask. <laughs> Don't. She has to look up from her computer screen. <laughs> Don't care, didn't ask. Oh, uh, yeah, that's awful. You never oh. had that before? No. Good, good for you. No, the only time we... No, this, I mean, this doesn't really have to do with that. If there's a female coming into a male barrack, she has to announce female on the floor. And we have to do that with, hmm. if we have to go into a female barracks, male on the floor. But that's not, that's for purposes of sexual harassment stuff. Hmm. Although the females in the fucking army, they just, they feel like they can just burst in anyway you, and, and everyone laughs. You mean women? What? Well, no, that's what, oh, oh God. Yeah. But I, but we, you have to call them. Fe- it's you have to. Yeah, kind of. Oh yeah, God. that's like what you say, male, female. Like I'm, I didn't even notice that was like a Ugh. weird thing. Yeah, I forgot that. That's it's nightmarish like a, to yeah, say. That. Females. Yeah. Well, no, because like you'll be like, if you're, <laughs> this is like an army thing. It's it's kind of a joke, but you actually, but like you kind of have to say it like this. You'll be like, um, you'll be like sergeant so and so, female type. Like you have, like you say, it like that, yeah. Uh, the army, sucks. but it's like silly. It's like we, do, some of us do it as a do it as a joke, but it's also like half serious when you're talking about somebody because you just get into like dumb like military jargon mode sometimes. Yikes. The worst is Roger, and I can't help but say it because you ha- like when you're actually doing stuff like or in a text message, you actually like in a group text with like your higher ups or whatever you have to say Roger so that you understand. They have to know that you understand. Exactly. Or tracking. Tracking is like a bit fucking that says like oh I understand. Remind tracking. me to remind me to never join the fucking military. I remind you every day. I remind Jeez. everyone I meet, don't join. <laughs> I like it. It helped me out, but I tell people not to join. Anyway, uh, I'm going to avoid talking any further. Yeah, me uh, too. If <laughs> if you could uh if you'd like to see what we're up to, follow us on our Instagram. 
at thanks for your services underscore podcast. And you can email us at thank you for your services at gmail.com. You're spelled the letters you are if you're not like a social media person. But if you are a social media person, our Instagram has all the links to all the things, including TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, every, any podcatcher possible. Uh-huh. Yeah. All that stuff is up there. Yeah. Uh, bye. Thank you, thank you.